C. Jones with the Conscious Community. You are now tuned into the Steve Woke Hour, and this is the Everyday Ask Yourself Podcast at 86.0 FM radio stations, Connecticut worldwide. A discussion of the Be everything you wanna be and apply pressure. I roll one, I light one, I smoke one, you just lost son. Be everything you wanna be and apply pressure. I roll one, I light one, I smoke one, you just lost son. Bong hits, leave me famished, I need something to eat Then I get up in my bag and eat beats till I'm weak And this is your host, and this is your host Why Not Derek, Why not a.k.a. Derek Austin Thank you, thank you, thank you This is the Everyday Ask Yourself podcast And if you don't know who it is I'm Derek Austin, a.k.a. Why Not Derek this is episode 12. Pardon the stuffiness. I've been trying to fight these allergies, but it's been a real rough summer, especially since I work outside. And it's been a long time. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been probably about 20-something days, you know, due to the small obstacles between the computer breaking down, trying to get it fixed, thinking it was just some little quick thing, and me just losing hope in in, in a lot of things I'm not going to say like a breakdown or a meltdown It's just You have these occurrences in your head Where things don't go out the way they are supposed to go And then even when they do What's next? How can you How do you gauge what's next? Do you do the biggest thing till the validation is just The resume The the numbers Or, or what? You know what I mean? I, I just needed to take a break and recenter myself because I was just dividing so many parts of myself up to people, new business ventures, old business ventures, rebranding, friends, family. Not saying they're all distractions, but I'm just saying that prioritizing this all was a hard thing for me in a matter of 65 days. Just a lot was happening in 65 days. You know, it's it's only, you know, two months and a couple of days, but for a creator, that's like three weeks. Because it happens fast. You're creating. You go to work. You get out of work. You, everything's on a limited time. You can only you only want to sleep so much because, you know, you can create longer if you go to sleep later. You know what I mean? You still have to wake up. You still have to go to work. You still have to care yourself. And I have allergies every day. Headaches. Sore throats. And the sore throats happen because taking the goddamn pills, taking them allergy pills and that flow knees at night, wake up dry, scratchy throat. Come on, man. I'm too old to be taking all this goddamn medication. And then I tried natural remedies, and the natural remedies don't necessarily work. Or maybe my body's not accepting to it because it's a new, you know, it's a new thing for me. But other than that, I think I'm... I'm ready to, you know, start giving episodes again. Shout out to the people that are just starting up podcast too. And shout out to all the people that support. Shout out to the people that's been messaging me 
checking in, checking up. Shout out to all the people I normally shout out. Shout out Ace McCain. Shout out Big O. Shout out H Got Vibe. Shout out Ty Knox. Shout out my fam. Uh, shout out any shorties, you know, the light skins, the honey complexion, the dark complexions, the light complexions, the fair complexions. Shout out all the women in the world. Shout out the studious women. Shout out the savants. Shout out the geniuses. Shout out. Just shout out everybody. Everybody, everyone's important. And don't ever forget that we're human. Don't forget that. We're all important. It's just about making the impact in the next person's life without taking from you and without over giving. So when I wrote this script up for the ideologies, I probably redid this episode three or four times before the computer crashed. Had it all done. I had, you know, 65 minutes of material. I usually cut it down. I usually cut it down to like 28, 30. Because until I start videotaping, it's just going to be too much for the, you know, the normal consumer to just take it, you know, where are they going to be going every day? That's going to be worth 60 minutes. So I try to do 28, 30 minutes. So I give them a nice, decent time. Maybe you're commute is 30 minutes you know what I mean and you catch up in the morning gives you a little bit of time you know what I mean and, and you could catch some relevance you could understand you could join a discussion all the platforms are the same at everyday ask yourself pod you, we could really connect you know deeper than just me always speaking back and then just going out there and finding the feedback from the people and you can connect you can go on these social medias and that's the handle for all the social media. The everyday ask yourself pod P O D at the end, and you can see you can see the consistency in it. You know of how as a creative I could be all over the place, but when it's time to sit down and keep one goal focused to show my longevity and to show the passion, I, I could think I could paint a million paintings, or I could paint a million shoes, or I could paint a million rooms. But the room I want to be in is the creative guy that can do it all. But not forcefully, willingly do it all. You know? I think that's a hard thing to uh, express to someone, especially someone that you may want to be in a relationship with, you know, or you might have relations with. Because being a creative, you really, it's hard to explain things all the time. Sometimes... The honesty hurts. The brutal honesty hurts. And it hurts because people aren't used to accepting that. Or they're not used to, you know, expectations. Like as a creator, you'll spend days, you'll spend hours probably isolating yourself. So you can create and focus. Let go of distractions. And to another person who can make time, effort, all that to you, it may seem selfish to them. But that's the selfish part right there. If you're not a creator, you would never understand. You wouldn't know what it's like to draw something in your head. You feel it's so simple, but once the pencil actually touches the paper, it becomes a whole different thing because now it's like a basic outline turns into details and details turns into shading and shading turns into blending. Now that just sounds like a couple hours of just work right there. Practice. But you also got to watch what you practice because then you get to the point where you're so good at it that it becomes a part of you that you're just going to let bury because you're so good at it. Like, you know how many 
great painters there are, they just aren't inspired anymore. Or maybe their purpose was to become financially stable off this, which is super hard because the creatives always get undermined because nobody can scale our value. How can you scale a value? Because he painted, he spent 22 hours, or because he's at Art Basel, or because DJ Khaled shouted him out. Like, what can gauge that your your stock will go up? You can't. You can't. Even when you can, people get credits, and still people won't, you know, won't rock with you, won't fuck with you. I mean, it is what it is. I see. I see people I've been friends with for for so long. They don't know me anymore. And then when I see them, they do stuff like this. Hey, what's up, Mr. Woke? I look at them and I laugh. You know why I laugh? Because I'm like, damn. You can't even accept that I'm just aware of what's going on. And you're just somebody who floats around the internet just because you have the capability of, I'm trying to utilize it different. I'm trying to put my myself in a position that if it comes to a following the following it's like cult like a young thug type of cult like following where if i do something maybe they do it too because i'm trying to influence in a positive way not in a negative way not to take away from anybody never but at the same time to show you the difference between the old you and the new you because those versions right there may get swapped a lot you may think you're living through a new version when you just living through an old version at a new time which is detrimental because how do we know that we change? We go through the motions, but some things are, aren't physical. Some things are actually mental. You have to change that mentality. You know what I mean? I used to be scared of getting to that age where you're like, oh my God, I'm this old. I don't know how to operate. I don't know what I'm going to do. I need to get all this. I need to get all that. Listen, bro. Listen, shoddy. Listen, OG. Listen, ma. Listen, pop. Just work on being the best version of you. Everything that we'll ever want in life is in front of us. We need to break it down and dissect it. Plot, plan, and execute. That's it. And you can't do it alone. You need support. And support is free. It really is. It's free. The same way you'll go and re-like and retweet somebody's shit is the same way you could go and repost their shit. Just as easy. But... We're kind of in this era where we're built to be self-centered because everybody loves themselves or wants to love themselves. So does that leave enough room for the reciprocation part to happen? Uh, barely. Barely. And that's just due to being hurt and having that stigma on you. So the next time that you go into something, you're already pessimistic about it your head's already wrapped around the fact that this could happen again prior you know what i mean like this happened before so it could happen again let me let me, let me try to keep my guard up for that and let me expect and then now your actual the new version of yourself is put in the back seat while you're living through old versions when in reality the ideology of people should only be as far as you you can read it if they're not giving you enough to read, then let it go. Don't don't put that on the table. Like there was there was this one situation that I really wanted to dig into, but I knew I couldn't dig into it. So the rejection felt differently. It felt like I was being protected from something. And and I need to say it again. I need to rewind it because 
sometimes the rejection is protection. Like, fellas, when that lady curves you or that girl curves you, she might have already been going through some shit. She might have been pregnant, don't know who the baby daddy is. She might have just had something. She might have, you know what I mean? You, you don't really know the risk that you're taking. Maybe she was fucking with somebody who ain't shit. And maybe you just about to catch the, you know, the bored energy of it. Where they're bored. They don't want to reply back. It's not interesting. I mean, it works two ways. But I don't feel like you need to chase people. I don't, I don't, like, you shouldn't chase people. If you know what chase means, you should never chase another human. You should never. Because as you chase people, you're just you're you're really distracting yourself from everything else that you created. Literally, and you'll leave it all behind to solely give your energy to this one person. Well, this one person just drains you of the energy, which is the art of manipulation. It's like love is like war. We all go to bat for it, but when we get our hearts broken, our egos get re- get go in replace of it. So instead of us thinking with emotion, we just act, no thinking. And then it leads us to having these victimized people who are healing, but at the same time telling us they're healing because they went through that and went through this when, hey, you're either a trigger or a thinker. If you're a trigger, you're going to just do things. If you're a thinker, you make the situation something that is unregrettable. I mean, even if you regret it, it was thought out enough. At the end of the day, this is what you want to do the most. Maybe this is not what you want to do the whole way, but maybe this is halfway of what you want to do. Maybe you was on the fence of it. You know what I mean? Now, when you're the trigger, you just act, 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 and then overthink after. And then once you're done overthinking, that's when the victimizing starts happening. You want people to feel bad for you. You want this to happen. You want that to happen. Like, you got to work for it. I once was riding through a city. And I seen homeless people. It's regular shit to me. Because I've always lived in those kind of city-ish areas. Where, you know, homeless people are... It's like day-to-day shit. And that person was just so torn at that, you know. They seen a person sleeping on the side of the, the street or or on the, the public transportation bench. And, and I had to explain to them, like, as you feel bad for them kind of people, every time you felt bad and you took what in, would it make your life better? Would it make you a better person? And they honestly said yes. And I said, you not knowing that person. You don't know how far they take it. You don't know what they would do. You don't know where they came from. You don't know what's wrong with them. And as you're just taking in, you know, those random people, just like taking in a random pet, even though a human is a lot more useful in that situation, or it could be utilized a lot more, I should say. Even if not utilized, just a human, a cat can't communicate. A dog can't, you know, not to the point where you're understanding and we're having these conversations and we can come to terms and you can catch understanding from things. I'm talking about like real conversations, like conversations that open up your mind. And when it opens up your mind to the part where like 
you can really dig in and you can have these solid ass conversations because you're 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 not scared because your 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 recent experience has got you to the place where you can just kind of let it flow naturally and if it doesn't flow naturally it's force even sometimes then you got to kind of look at it as an, an example a lesson and you got to you know save that you got to save that because every time that that happens those spare parts that you gave away and you thought you would never be able to get back you got to tuck those away so when you get broken you use all those spare parts that you saved for yourself but never thought would actually make you something and all of those will bring you back to yourself which is why I usually say shout out to the people who are healing that don't talk about it because it's that kind of PC generation where the the victims are the people who put themselves there so as they go through shit you know we feel bad for them because we wouldn't be in that position and we're glad that that's not us but it's also like he's a human she's a human that could happen to us that could happen to you that could happen to your dog no two people are alike but no two people are safe so what's really going on here the programming just like that goddamn KFC sandwich I see people going crazy for it I keep driving by that Norwich Popeyes and I don't see a goddamn car I don't see it backed up I don't see nothing so like is it only sold in certain places how come it's not a big thing over here but all these people in Connecticut are getting real hype over it when I I ain't never seen nobody around here going crazy having lines out the uh 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 I don't know because that's that shit that they're doing to make you subconsciously not pay attention to something they, Burger King got a new mac and cheese bowl yeah I notice I, I don't eat that stuff a lot but I see it I drive by places I have friends who eat that I, I pay attention as I pay attention I put things together and it's just parts of the systematic enslavement you know what I mean as long as they can enslave us by programming and watching and the repetitiveness kind of like brainwashing you know what I mean it is it's kind of like brainwashing and I just want to say something too I ran into a friend old friend the other day and you know he was telling me a lot you know, a lot of stuff along the lines of this. You know, Derek, I see you doing a lot of things, man. Creating, you got a podcast, dude. You know, life is good for you, man. I'm proud of you. And, and I could just tell from how long we haven't talked and how he was just body language. He didn't care. And, you know, it occurred to me like, damn, D, every, everybody ain't proud of you. You know, some are surprised that you keep making shit happen. Like, how? How the fuck do you keep making shit happen? And I understand that. But from that moment on, I looked at him and, I, you know, I told him, you know, take it easy. Hope, you know, life blesses you with the things that, you know what I mean, you want into fruition. And as I was leaving, I could just feel this low vibration. And from that, from that moment on, I kept saying to myself, no more low vibrations. Like, for real, like, no more low vibrations. Like, 
I don't want those bad vibes to put me back in a space where I'm in that bubble where I just don't want to let anything in. Or I get it. Like, that's what people are stuck right now. They're in that bubble where they don't want to let anybody in, but they want and they have needs. So it's a picking. It's like, uh, I, I don't really, and maybe tomorrow, and, and it becomes a, it becomes a cat and mouse game. And, like, I think that some people are really good at that game. And I think some people are just, like, fuck that game. I don't play games. I'm not worried about getting played. I'm not worrying about playing anybody. I'm not built for all these games, these programming things. No, not. You know what I'm built for? I'm built to create. And you know what helps me create? Being inspired by things I can't obtain right now. Because as I sat comfortable over those 20 something days. Where I wasn't really doing much creativity wise. Except for doing the shoes and a couple other customs. I wasn't doing the podcast. I wasn't sketching. I wasn't really painting like I normally do. Even starting to paint. Because I got so comfortable. And it was like cool for everybody to be like. Yo you're doing so much work dude. It's cool this that. And I was just like. Why y'all judging why while I'm comfortable? Like, it's not about that. It's about what do I adapt to? Because the minute, you know, I really get caught up in it and I can't come back from it now, what I, I couldn't adapt. So what was the point of me being comfortable? To get used to what? I got to adapt soon. I got to do different. That's how my brain works. And sometimes it puts me in this second guessing where it's like multiple choice. And due to that multiple choice kind of mentality from the fucking not not being able to just be the be the the trigger sometimes and just do things that I need to do, I'm overthinking it, which is kind of the contradiction of it. Because sometimes you need to be on go, you need to make that move, and you need to just take that risk. And then sometimes you need to think about the risk or all the risk, and then the positive, the pros, the cons. You know how it goes. And in the process of that. I feel like we push people, we push past the limitations, we push boundaries, but I really feel like we push people's limits to prove ourselves right. And I say that because even if you're wrong, even if there's evidence, you'll just keep pushing. You'll dig and you'll dig and you'll push a limit past it. And that's usually when people want to get physical, you know, stop being friends or whatever the case is, but subconsciously, that happens, you know what I mean? It it like it really happens, and I, I didn't I didn't think it really happens, and I I I seen another friend and another friend of mine do it, and I'm like, wow, that's kind of that's kind of bugged out. Like you're pushing their limits to prove they're wrong, but like you're already wrong. You 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 can't be right from this situation, but that's just how the mind works. Sometimes it it entraps you into that state of mind where you know has to be this or has to be that and lately I've been like thinking about finances and I'm just like yo the money's not even gonna suffice in in due time the creation the process that's what's gonna matter like I spend money on hole in the wall hole in the wall restaurants like eating $15 bison burgers or Having Mediterranean flatbread with garlic hummus, like, 
garlic and lemon hummus, uh, freaking fried mofongo. They were like tostano style, like hole in the wall joints. Boston treated me so good last week, and then Canada treated me good a couple weeks before that. Like, I, I really, I'm just more appreciative of life, I guess. Those couple of days I took, and I also took a couple, you know couple of days and a couple of nights, you know, just to get my mind right, smoked by myself, to bring the clarity to the situations, because I have a book on standby, literally, I'm just waiting to finish it, and I'm going to do that, you know, get back in my groove type shit, because I was falling off, I didn't want to create, I, I just get like that, and it's because I create, 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 and it's like, I can't find inspiration. So I try to dig and put myself in places where I can try to find inspiration. And it just sometimes I get even more lost in the distraction. You know what I mean? Because I'm just trying to always keep that gear going. Creativity. Mind open. Focus. Unfocus. How to go through in and out of that feeling. How to, you know, be so grounded that my feet don't touch the ground. Because I'm holding myself to a higher standard. So it's just like I'm floating the whole time. I'm just doing work and me being, my energy just floats above, you know what I mean? But then it makes me feel like the less you feel, it's like the less solid you become. Like, damn, you lose, you lose that edge because I'm not going to say other people need to validate you. I think you need to have that in you, you know what I mean? Like when I don't create for 10 days, kind of feel lost unless I'm working 10 12 hour days I kind of feel lost because I'm used to coming home I set up a, a, a workspace that I can create and it gave me enough so I could still live in, in the circumstance you know the space I could still watch tv go on the computer do all these things but I could still get to business you know what I mean right to business and me and my brother we had a really crazy conversation we we're talking about you know, why life is the way it is, and then we started getting deeper into, like, millionaires and stuff like that, and it made me think, and it just made me go on a tangent about some stuff, and first thing he said was, he said, you know, Debo, you're a savant, that's crazy, and I'm not gonna say that he didn't think I was that smart, I'm just gonna say that he didn't know it was that complex. He didn't know there was that much depth. He just thought that the surface was, you know, you got a couple of layers behind it. Feel me or not, it's just sometimes you don't get to expose that part of you because you're never challenged. And you kind of accept the challenge by providing that knowledge, whether it's knowing a lot or knowing a little or knowing just enough. And, you know, we sat around and we just talked about money and things like that. You know, I had some things to say. And I was like, you know, millionaires die over money. And to imagine that we need the most. Like, we need that the most. Like, it's not always about the bag. Sometimes it's about putting back into yourself. If you don't put back into yourself, what's the bag worth? Nothing. Because you're not going to be able to maintain the bag. Literally. But to get back to it, he said you're either smart, weak, or strong. 
And he pretty much explained it like this. He said, if you're smart, the strong will take advantage of the smart. And he said, you want to know who takes advantage of the strong? I would think it would be the weak. No, the smart. The smart take advantage of the strong. And you know who takes advantage of the weak? The smart. So as the the cycle goes back and back and back and back, everybody wants to be smart. But everybody wants to be strong. And nobody wants to be weak. But weak people overcome the strong people. It's crazy how the cycle goes, but you have to really think about it. Like That's something that will go over your head right now at this moment when it drops. But later on, when I bring it back and I keep replaying it and I keep reposting it, it'll make more sense. It's just like Warren Buffett said in a documentary I was uh, watching. He said, you only get one car. He said, the first car you get is like the only car you're going to really live with for the rest of your life. I'm like, dude, what? Your car crashes, you get a new car. But see, that's me thinking I'm smart, which was also showing and exposing that that quality that I only reacted and I only gauged the situation or what he was saying by l- literally, you know what I mean? Like literally, I didn't look at it past what he was saying. I didn't decipher and break down the message because my, my mind was moving so fast because I'm a smart individual. But he was really being a us, body, a temple. Because once you get that one car, you're going to be stuck with that one car for the rest of your life, which is the same reason why he drives a Cadillac. The same reason why Jeff Bezos is inventing, I mean, is invested in space. The same reason why people get plastic surgery. The longevity is what it's all do- done for. The longevity of doing something. It's the repetition of how to be able to carry that knowledge and carry that experience and carry that lesson and carry that routine into everyday life past it. I read something about Mark Zuckerberg about how he doesn't, how he doesn't, uh, he wears the same clothes every day because he doesn't want to have to take time out of his day to pick three to five minutes to pick an outfit when honestly, he could just wear the same stuff and he could continue to think about Facebook daily, continue to just find new solutions and find new avenues, apps, partnerships, contributors, whatever portals he can find. That's what he's trying to find. And that to me is so crazy different. I know crazy different, right? Crazy different. It's so crazy different because that's the shit that millionaires do. When we think that millionaires, we think of basketball players think of musicians we think of actors we think of radio personnels I don't even want to say radio personnels because radio personnels technically have so many different residual incomes that make them the millionaire compared to the musician which is you know usually bought by the brand bought by the label which is crazy because it's also part of the pyramid scheme you know what I mean they give you the deal they give you the money and then they take it all back when you make the money so, I mean, it's it's makes sense, but at the end of the day, I'd rather just make my own money and spend my own money rather than I spend your money. I make money, you take my money. No, I'll make my own money. I'll spend my own money. I'll save my own money. 
so I can be the sole provider rather than you let somebody else take your happiness. I'd be letting them take my happiness if I was to ever become a rapper and perform at venues and they gave me a 360 deal off the rip and I'm spending 20, 30,000 on chain trying to get everybody this, that, that, that. Like, some people are rich and not the family. And that's because some people don't know what to do with the money. They couldn't handle it. If the world was in your hands, would you know how to control it? Would you know how to make it a better place? Or would you destroy it because it's at the fingertips? The world in your palm. You are your own universe. Create it like you want it. And live it like you love it. I just want to say shout out to the people who, st who stand tall. Who believe in themselves. Who believe in me. Shout out Zertech because it's kicking in. Shout out to fam. This is episode 12. And I want to say thank you. You already know what it is. We'll be back next week for another episode. And I'm out. And I'm out. Bag and eat beats till I'm weak. Oh, no. A local nigga from your area. Yeah. What you do? Blaze tracks through your stereo. Yeah. Uh, the flow rare like canaries, dog. Yeah. I'm godson, it's a miracle. The only competition I see. I see. Miracles. I don't fuck with many women, they be cynical. I'm only 26 and I ain't reached my pinnacle. All I got is my word and my genitals. What that mind do? It's about the principles. I might sign a deal. Only for chemist dough with the money they make life could be comfortable one time for the city time to let them know i'm danger to a beat i try warn them though eggs in the morning i like them scramble hope like your brain cells the all scramble bro no panty and t-shirts my kind of women this beat hard make your hair rock i got the game in a headlock they got it twisted out of dreadlocks you ain't connected like dead spots. Be everything you wanna be and apply pressure. I roll one, I light one, I smoke one, you just lost son. Be everything you wanna be and apply pressure. I roll one, I light one, I smoke one, you just lost son. Y'all some actors that never get callbacks Fire and expire, nigga, right where the walls at Home is where the heart is in your lanes, be my doormat It cost to be the boss, so just admit you can't afford that Escort them off the stage, don't applaud that No prophylact when I attack, get that raw rap Thick red bone thing, she killing in them graphic tights It's gonna be your graphic night, you best not crash my flight I'm getting higher than the Learjet Call me the pilot, way higher than my peers get You ain't know this is my year yet, then you behind the times I type in double space, so read between the lines Be everything you wanna be, and apply pressure I roll one, I light one, I smoke one You just lost son Be everything you wanna be, and apply pressure I roll one, I light one I smoke one, you just lost some